The Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. From sparkling, flavored, and bottled waters to zero-sugar sports drinks, teas, and sodas, consumers are taking advantage of these choices. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. To learn more, visit balanceus.org. Well, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to my YouTube channel. My name is John Campia, and this is a very special companion video to our special CinemaCon Warner Brothers presentation coverage. Now, what happened was, you'll see on the channel that we do have our video up that we did of our Warner Brothers presentation coverage. However, we let you guys send in Super Chats, but because the Warner Brothers panel went significantly over time and we had a screening of the Black Phone, the new uh, Ethan Hawke film to get to, we weren't able to get to the Super Chats that get sent in. And even though it's one in the morning right now, and I've got to be up for a 9 a.m. Disney presentation, I told you guys we would get to those questions, and damn it, that's what we're going to do, even if i got to be up all night to do it, because you guys are here, you guys deserve no less. So let's get over and start answering the questions and comments and thoughts and observations that you guys sent in regarding the Warner Brothers panel. Okay, we're going to start off here with Suthius, who writes, uh, hey guys, Transformers Rise of the Beasts is a top anticipated of mine for next year. Think y'all will see something at the Paramount presentation. Also, show name suggestion, the eclectic verisimilitude. Yeah, I don't think we're going to use, like I, I mentioned, I don't want to use any identifying factors to me in the name, but I don't think I want them for anybody else either. Um, yes, I just, for the record, I am anticipating that we are going to get a bunch of news. Now, that's not based on insider information, but I, I am anticipating we're going to get a bunch of news on Transformers. Um, the Rise of the Beasts is definitely going to be one of them, I believe. So uh, once we know for sure at the Paramount presentation, we will let you know for sure. Thanks for sending that in, Suthius. Okay, next up, we've got Josh Ward who writes, Love these recaps. Thank you so much. We like doing them. Uh, thank you for your content crew. Uh, show name suggestion. That's what we said. Oh, actually, that's not bad. Uh, the plot twist, off script. Off script isn't bad either. Thank you again. You know, th those are a couple of good ones. That's what we said. I have no idea what that actually means, but I, I'm kind of digging it. And uh, off script is also not bad. And thank you, Josh, for letting us um, bring you guys the coverage of CinemaCon. We are having a lot of fun doing it, and I cannot wait for the Disney presentation in the morning. All right, next up, Sin Vendetta writes, after considering all of your criteria for a show name change, how about a state of the industry? Hmm, I, I, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. It's a name that meets your criteria. It does meet the criteria. Uh, involves all of entertainment, and I think sounds pretty cool. But it doesn't cover entertainment. I mean, state of the industry... It could be talking about any industry. You could be talking about the steel industry, the sneaker industry. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that one rolls off the tongue for me, Sin Vendetta. Definitely better than any idea I've come up with, but I, I don't know if it quite works for us. But thanks for sending in the suggestion, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Charlie Jeffrey Hood writes, Warner Brothers are pulling uh, our battle... Let me try this. Oh, uh, Barbie. Warner Brothers are putting our Barbie the same day as Nolan's Oppenheimer. Is that a coincidence or... Is that all you wrote in? Yeah, it's all you wrote in. Um, I don't know if it's coincidence, but I really don't see a problem because they showed us the first still image of Margot Robbie as Barbie, and me and Rob saw it. Actually, all of us saw it. We went, yeah, we're pretty much all in now. This totally looks like it's going to work, but 
um, it it's not coincidence, but it's not a problem either. Like the audience that's going to go see Oppenheimer and the audience that's going to go see Barbie are two very different audiences. So it's really not a bad thing. I mean, I don't know for sure if they're opening on the same day. I, I just don't know. But if they are, I really don't think it's going to be a problem for them. All right. Thanks for writing that in, Charlie. Next up, Isaac Beebe writes, uh, did they say anything about Ezra Miller? Not a thing. Uh, yeah, they didn't say a blessed word about Ezra Miller. And I'm I'm really not surprised uh i'm not surprised at that uh now but but it should also be mentioned they didn't hide him in the flash trailer right like they definitely showed him in the flash trailer a, a bunch i mean the star of the trailer was definitely michael keaton that's what got all the thing and they did mention michael keaton in the presentation they did mention you know andy muschietti the director but they never mentioned ezra miller so not really a big surprise there but at the same time they didn't hide him either all right next up uh, we've got uh, up, up, down, down, eight, one, four. I like that username rights. Hey, John and fam. First off, uh, what did you guys uh, see about Madam Web yesterday? And how excited was the crowd when Batman uh, 2 got confirmed? Um, the crowd wasn't that excited at the Warner Brothers panel for the Batman 2 confirmation. Only because, yeah, everybody knew Batman 2 was coming, right? They just, they just kind of made it official. Now, when they were talking about the Batman earlier, everybody was very enthusiastic, cheered, it did so well, all that kind of stuff. But when when uh, Toby Emmerich said, we can confirm that we are doing Batman 2, it's like, well, yeah, we all knew that. So it didn't get the, the biggest reaction. Uh, and Madam Web, it didn't, they just showed us a very brief glimpse of Madam Web, where it showed the two actresses, the two lead actresses, not in any costumes or outfits, but it showed the kind of like five seconds of footage of the two main actresses. So really didn't give us much of a look other than the fact that we got our first look at it. You know what I mean? All right. Thanks for writing that in, man. Uh, Raymond Vrata writes, uh, show name suggestions, the mothership of bacon, <laughs> the kibitz cupboard, the absolute ultimate final Easter egg sandbox. That's actually, that one's actually not that bad. And uh, why can't we have nice things? Uh, but you know what? The funny thing is, Easter egg sandbox isn't the worst ideas I've heard, Raymond. Uh, that one's that one's not bad. It's not, that one's not bad at all. Thanks for writing that in. All right, up, up, down, down, 814 also writes in. Uh, is Rob going to talk about Neon and Cronenberg? You know, I meant to do that earlier. To, we meant to do that with the Warner Brothers presentation to, to kind of loop in Neon. But because the Warner Brothers presentation went so over time and we were already running late because we had to get to the screening a little bit later and do our recap video, we decided not to cover it. But I'll see if we got time tomorrow, I'll see if I can get him to talk a little bit. There's not a lot to talk about, but he was very excited by the little he saw. So we might give him a chance to uh, to cover that. All right, Isaac Beebe writes, show name suggestions. The Zevia Show, yeah, obviously not. Uh, and The Good Canadian Kid, again, too much of an identifier of me. But I do, if there's a podcast out there called The Good Canadian Kid, that gets my vote. Uh, thanks for that, Isaac. All right, Aiden Foley writes, I don't know if you meant to open the Super Chats early, so I'm going to try and predict the future here. How is Black Adam? You know what? You caught me. Um, I did not mean for Super Chats to open that early. Straight up, being honest, I meant to open it up as we were getting ready to start the video, but I guess at some point when I was just setting up the live event earlier in the day, I set Super Chats open. So I really didn't mean to, but the fact of the matter is I did, and you guys sent in Super Chats, so it doesn't matter if it's, you know, getting close to 1.30 in the morning, you guys deserve to get these questions answered. Uh, the Black Adam stuff was really good. Uh, it wasn't the king of the Warner Brothers presentation, I think, 
um, Don't Worry Darling and uh, Salem's Lot kind of won that. I was also very excited about the Shazam footage, but the Black Adam stuff they showed was quite good. And we talk about a little bit more in depth uh, over on our Warner Brothers presentation recap, which you can go and see on the channel now. Thanks for writing that in, Aiden. All right, next up. Uh, Brian Whitney sends in $120. You know what? If, if I'm not mistaken, Brian, just let me throw this out there. Brian has been throwing in a lot of support uh, while we've been here at CinemaCon. So Brian... Uh, I mean, I know you and everybody else are probably getting bored of hearing me say this, but seriously, man, thank you so much for supporting the content you like watching. Um, it's because of you and all the other people here uh, who make it possible for us to do these shows, to make these videos, to come and give you coverage of things like CinemaCon. So thank you so much for supporting this content, man. Uh, Brian, only this time he actually wrote something in. The other times he just, wrote in, uh, just threw in Super Chats to be supportive. But Brian writes, uh, hey, how's it going, guys? It's going great. Thank you. Uh, that's all I have. I just want to support y'all. And I can't tell you how much it means to me when I listen to y'all. I've been a fan since AMC days. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, John, you're awesome. You're all awesome. Uh, when I'm having a bad day, y'all just make it better. Thank you. No, man, thank you uh, again. And for allowing us, not only for your support, but thank you for allowing us to be part of your day. Thank you for being a part of our community. And I know I speak on behalf of myself, Rob, Chris, Ray, um, and, and Aaron as well, when I say thank you for support, man, and thank you for being here and making this community great. All right, next up, Brian Whitney sends in another $50 chat, and he says, uh, I will be watching, so give a shout-out, uh, so so give a shout-out. Uh, big wrestling fan also, WrestleMania 17 and 25 at Royal Rumble uh, at Minimade Park before COVID, uh, H-Town love y'all. I don't remember, I never remember any WrestleManias. Like, I remember certain ones like and i certainly remember specific events and specific matches undertaker Shawn michaels ricky the dragon steamboat versus randy macho man savage you know those types of things but i don't remember what happened recently and uh and all that kind of stuff but we watch wrestlemania every year we still do that thank you brian and a big shout out dude all right next up big d studios entertainment rights saw nick cage uh unbearable weight of massive talent on friday two thumbs up it reminded me of big fat liar meets deadpool uh, it never took itself seriously it kept breaking the fourth wall and it knew what it was without going too far in my opinion yeah look i i liked it i i give it a thumbs up i recommend people see it it just wasn't you know the flabbergasting masterpiece to me that, that some people I know kind of made it out to be for me. It wasn't quite as funny as I was expecting it, although it was funny. And, and, and again, I mentioned this the other day, I understand that it is a kind of deconstruction of not only the culture of celebrity and the culture of fandom in and of itself and all that kind of stuff. I get that. I get that it became very meta when they were talking in the movie about an action ending and then this movie kind of has an action ending. I get all that. But it was funny. It was charming. It was a great concept. Uh, I just, like I said, I just didn't love it as much um, as a lot of other people did. But still, for me, it is a thumbs up movie and I do recommend you guys see it if you haven't. It is such a cool concept. Nick Cage is awesome and Peter Pascal is uh, absolutely awesome in it as well. All right, next up, we have, who was that? That was Big D Studio. Now we move on to Seconds from Disaster, who writes? One of two. 
What's up, Vegas crew? Uh, got a few show names for you. Everybody's got show names these days. Uh, popcorn powwow. No. In the logo. Oh, in the loop. That's not bad. Uh, the trage uh, The topic at hand. That is also not bad. Table talk. Mm, that sounds more like a role playing game podcast. And Aaron's personal favorite. The word moist must be in there. Um, uh, moist popcorn, uh, LMAO. Also, uh, how about that quick shot of the living tribunal in the newest TV spot for Dr. Strange two? I can't wait for this movie. I have not seen the newest spot for Dr. Strange two. I understand the Illuminati is mentioned. I, I saw that in headlines, but I have not myself had a chance to sit down and watch it. Been a little bit busy here, but, uh, man, what are we like nine days away now? Something like nine days away from Doctor Strange. I can't believe we're finally going to see it. Very, very excited for it, dude. And I'll make sure, uh, Aaron, here's your idea for moist popcorn. All right, thanks for writing that in, Seconds from Disaster. Moist Twinkie, staying on the topic of moist. Uh, show name. Down with the moistness. How do you go uh, about going to CinemaCon? And also, Rob, I have been watching your channel as well. Really good content. Hope the crew is having a good time. The crew is having a very good time. We've been going out, like, not only going to the panels and stuff like that and doing our videos. We're having a blast doing that. But just hanging out, going, having lunch, going, having dinner. Uh, we went and had a late night bite after we finished watching the black phone which is really great and you know it's we just been having a blast so how do you go about there are two ways you can come one you work in the movie theater industry uh and come as a part of that uh or two you are part of an adjacent industry and uh you buy passes to come so and you can get press passes as well. If you are part of the accredited press, you can get press passes to come. The problem with press passes, because I, I came to CinemaCon before on press passes. The problem with press, press passes is that it, it's a little bit limiting. There are certain things you're not allowed to go to as press. So what I decided to do instead was to register us as an adjacent industry which we are i mean we work in the movie and entertainment industry so we were permitted to buy passes and the passes are about a thousand dollars each so now if you're doing the math well john uh, ray aaron chris rob yeah i i, I dropped about five thousand dollars to bring everybody um that's a big expense but you know aaron and i we went to CinemaCon last year and we have literally had content to talk about all year. Like in the eight months since the last CinemaCon, we have had, we're always able to go back to those 15, 20, 25 movies they previewed. And we've been able to talk about, well, you know, they showed us seven minutes of this movie and we can tell you this, this, and this, or they showed us 15 minutes of Top Gun, or they showed us all this of this, or they showed us all this of that, right? And I feel like it's been really beneficial to our show that Aaron and I were at the last CinemaCon. So while it is a very, very big expense, and yes, believe me, it hurts my anus a lot to drop that kind of money, um, I just really felt like it would be great for you guys, the audience, for the next year. If we on the show have more background information, we've seen more footage, we've heard more announcements, we've heard the, the speeches, we've seen the, the advanced trailers, we see, saw the advanced screenings of movies, I just figured it's it makes the content for you, the viewer, better. And I could have just brought one or two people with me, but I really wanted to, you know, reward 
our staff, because I know they all wanted to come to CinemaCon. So I kind of wanted to reward them. And so, uh, yeah, I bought the passes for everybody. So you got to either be a part of the movie theater industry or an adjacent industry, be approved for that. And then you can buy passes. And, uh, I bought, I passes and yeah it's gonna be a little bit before my bank account recovers from that but i again i thought it was important for my staff and i thought it was important for our viewers as well so whenever i can do anything that i think is going to make our show more informative and give better context and give better commentary for our viewers you guys i will do it and i will spend that money because that's what i spend the money on that we make on the show i spend my money on trying to make the show better uh, because you guys support us and you guys deserve it. And uh, and our, our staff deserves it as well. Uh, so I wanted to bring them. But anyway, that's a great question, Moist Trinky. I hope I answered it appropriately. All right, next up. Big D Studios Entertainment writes, Hey, John and crew. Game day for Moon Knight. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It, it aired like an hour and a half ago, but I have not watched it yet. Uh, hey, John and crew. Game day for Moon Knight. Uh, the time has come for the first of the two unseen episodes of Moon Knight. So what Big D is referring to is that Disney allowed certain press to see the first four episodes of Moon Knight in advance. But that was it. Nobody saw anything beyond episode four. And we have now seen all four of those episodes. So starting an hour and a half ago, two hours ago, uh, it's all brand new stuff that nobody has seen yet. So I am very excited to watch the new episode of Moon Knight. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Because whenever I get done this and then do a little bit of editing on it and then render it, upload it and post it i'm maybe going to get maybe two hours sleep before the before i gotta get up get showered and go down and get in line for the disney presentation but uh hopefully sometime tomorrow i'll be able to watch moon Knight. all right next up uh it's all wanda writes in show name idea here we go uh here we come together to speculate mm, debate theorize and geek out uh, we come for game days and big surprises this is the one show this sounds a little bit like nicole kidman this is the one show to rule them all and we are the fellowship of fandom ah uh, fellowship of fandom's not bad certainly better than a lot of the suggestions i've heard or a lot of the suggestions i've come up with that's not bad. I'll keep that. I love your description of it, though, all Wanda. The, I was very Nicole Kidman, we come to AMC theaters-ish. Like, it had that heart. You know what I mean? It had that heart. It's all Wanda. Thanks for the suggestion. All right, next up. Brandon uh, Neza Modine. Neza Modine. I hope I'm saying that right, Brandon. Hot take. I always hated that you want to get nuts uh, from that line in Batman 89. Felt so off character from the Batman. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. It just seems so random in the 89 Batman. When he smashes the thing, grabs the thing, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I'm not a big fan of that line either. But it's there, right? It's there. And since it's there, having Michael Keaton say that in the new Flash trailer, when Flash says, are you in? And then the camera cuts to Michael Keaton in his Batman outfit. He says, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. So again, I agree. I'm not a big fan of the line being in the original 89 movie, but since it is there, it's kind of cool that it's in this new thing as well. All right, next up. Josh C. writes, Matt Reeves understands Batman, or at least the version of Batman that I love, and I'm sure he can pull off another dynamite Batman movie. Yeah, and again, one of the cooler things, even though we all expected it and we all knew it was coming, 
was the official announcement of Batman 2. But more, even more cool than the official announcement of Batman 2 was the fact that Matt Reeves was here. And Matt Reeves came out on stage and talked about Batman a little bit and all that kind of stuff. And it, that's pretty cool. One of the things I love about being here at CinemaCon is having all these directors and stars and actors come out on stage and talk to us directly. Obviously, The Rock came out uh, for presenting um, Super Pets and Black Adam, and that's all been really good. All right, next up, uh, Glenn Mark writes, um, Woulda super chatted regarding Warner Brothers presentation, but since they're open early, I'll write, in, I'll, I'll write instead. Have you guys seen Reynolds and Farrell's TikTok song, So Good? You know what? I have not. And I'm embarrassed because I'm a big Ryan. You guys know he's my favorite movie star. Um, uh, he makes a good uh, gin, even though I'm not really a drinker. And he has a terrific mobile service in T-Mobile. Thank you, T-Mobile, for being a sponsor of our show. Uh, but I have not seen that yet. By the way, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds have like some kind of, I think it's some kind of Christmas movie coming to Netflix. Is, is that what it is? Anyway, I, I got to look into that. But I have not seen that TikTok song yet, Glenmark. All right, next up. Uh, King Ricardo writes, I just want to say I love all you guys. Thank you so much. And hope you're all having a great time at CinemaCon. Well, thank you so much, King. And yes, I can absolutely 100% report that we are all having a really good time at CinemaCon. Thank you for asking, man. All right. Next up, uh, Big D Studios sends in a $20 super chat to be supportive. Thank you, Big D Studios, who writes, Hey, guys. Understandably, in case any of you don't remember, uh, this is Devin. Just wanted to take a second and genuinely thank you for all you guys do. Uh, a sincere congrats on the new studio. Uh, what are your favorite parts of the presentation? Um, you know what? I go back and forth on that, Devin. I go back and forth on that. Sometimes it's the the look at footage. Sometimes it's a trailer. Sometimes it's it's an announcement. Sometimes it's a star coming out. Like again, The Rock coming out for like 20 minutes today was super fun. I'm going to go out and say, I, I'm going to say it's the advanced screenings. Like uh, tonight we had, well, I guess last night, I should say now, we got to see a terrific, terrific movie uh, with uh, Ethan Hawke called The Black Phone. Aaron and I have been talking about this movie since last CinemaCon when they showed us the first bit of footage for it. We knew it looked awesome, and uh, we got to see the full movie last night, and uh, it's pretty terrific. So, And then tomorrow, um, no, Thursday, we are seeing Top Gun Maverick, which I'm super stoked about. And uh, I, yeah, I'm going to say the advanced, the full screenings are the things that I, I, that I get most excited about. Thanks for adding that in, man. I appreciate that, dude. All right. Big D also writes, Big, uh, before I forget, for the future, how would I go about getting tickets for CinemaCon? Uh, easiest and fastest. Thanks for your time and big fan of the show. So CinemaCon is not, it's not like Comic-Con where just anybody can come. You have to be a part of the industry. And so you got to be approved for getting tickets. And then once you are approved for getting tickets, then you got to drop a little over a thousand bucks per ticket. So it is a multi-step process to do that, and it makes it a little bit prohibitive. And, and I think they do that on purpose. It's not meant to be for fans, right? CinemaCon is for movie theater owners. That's what CinemaCon, if CinemaCon is, or is organized by NATO, which is the National Association of Theater Owners, and it is for studios to come and present to the movie theater owners. So it's not meant for fans. It's not meant. So it's like, you say, why do they make it so expensive? Fans can't afford that. Well, it, it, that's kind of part of the point. They don't, it's not for fans to be here. But if you work in the industry, 
Um, and uh, it's worth it to you to drop a thousand bucks to come to it. That's how you can do it, Big D. All right, next up. Aiden Foley writes, was Cam Newton's Superman hats discussed more? <laughs> that's great. Of course, that's a little bit of a callback to a DC fandom where it's like the first DC fandom was so great. And then the second one was so bad and it had some highlights. Don't get me wrong. There were some good parts about it, but overall it was really, really bad, including like this prolonged thing about let's talk about Cam Newton's Superman hats. I, I've never understood. But no, thankfully they did not discuss Cam Newton's Superman hats. All right. Uh, Saud Ul-Hassan writes, with several announcements coming out before Universal Panel tomorrow, do you think they will have a surprise screening during the panel? Uh, if so, you think it is Minions or another film from the studio? You know what? I am not anticipating any screening from Universal. Um, when you look at the schedule, they show you how long the presentation is. And like, so for example, the Sony presentation last year when they dropped a surprise screening of Ghostbusters Afterlife on us, we should have known something was up because their panel, their presentation was scheduled for three hours. And so they did like an hour of presentation. Then they said, and now we're going to show you Ghostbusters, right? The universal panel tomorrow is only, or another panel, the universal presentation is only scheduled for two hours. So... I am guessing uh, no surprise screening. I, I think we're, I thought for sure we were getting three. It looks like we're only, only getting two. We're getting Black Phone, which we saw yesterday, and we're getting Top Gun Maverick, which we're getting on Thursday. All right. Thanks for the question, Saud. All right. Next up. Uh, Faisal Kaffee writes, did they mention the Ezra situation? Nope. Zero mention. Zip. Shh. They didn't even mention his name. Like they mentioned... Andy Muschietti's name, they mentioned over and over again Michael Keaton's name, but they never once said his name. They never hit him in the trailer or in the footage, but they never once mentioned his name. All right, next up. Uh, Sorrel Z writes, and sends in like $22. Thank you, Sorrel, for supporting us on that level. Uh, hi from Toronto, my old stomping grounds. Good Canadian kid here. Thank you for writing in from Toronto. Uh, general question, heard any news about Last of Us? Nope. Uh, the president of IATSE, 212 or two yeah 212 and the premiere of alberta say it's become the most expensive show ever filmed in canada i did hear that before uh any truth to it have you played it thanks i've never played the last of us but i literally i sat down and watched the cutscene movie of both uh last of us one and last of us two both over 10 hours long actually i think the last of us two was like 18 hours long it was crazy but i was riveted by both. Like, I got through The Last of Us 2 cutscene movie, like I said, which I think clocked in like 16 to 18 hours long, and I watched it all in like a day and a half. Like, I, I was just absolutely riveted by it. Can't wait for it. But other than the news you just said, which there's no reason not to believe that it's true, I unfortunately haven't heard anything new, but that's fine. There shouldn't be really be any new news about it right now. It's in production. It should be gleefully silent for a while while they're producing the movie and then maybe we'll get some news a little bit later on but I, but as soon as we hear, hear anything new Zarel, i will definitely tell you thanks for writing that in man and thank you again for supporting us on that level all right j master also sends in a 20 dollars super chat thank you j master who writes hey john how did the flash presentation uh went down did warner brothers address the ezra miller situation or did ezra miller show up uh, what was the feel in the room during the Flash presentation? Uh, what were your, your guys' thoughts? Well, 
um, obviously he was not here, which is not a surprise because when they, when I went to the advanced screening of Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, they did a Q&A with all the actors there, except for Ezra Miller. <laughs> so uh, nobody was expecting Ezra Miller to be here. And again, like I said, nobody mentioned him. Aaron described the thing in the room, the kind of tone in the room when um, they brought up Flash. When they mentioned they were going to talk about Flash, you could kind of feel it get a little tense in the entire room. It's like, uh, are they going to talk about Ezra? Are they going to address this? And because not only did he, you know, choke the one girl and then he threw a chair at a girl in the face and then uh, threatened to kill that couple in their room and... And then now just some new report came out that his ex is saying that he was physically and mentally abusive. Now, I, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I mean, that's coming. Uh, Warner Brothers is still taking a shh approach and not mentioning it at all. So, uh, so that was that, Jay. That was that. All right. Next up, uh, we've got Serial Z who writes, John, are Battlestar Galactica spinoffs any good? You know, here's the thing. Um, Caprica didn't start off bad but i tapped out after about five episodes it like it started off fairly interesting caprica is like a prequel to battlestar galactica not in the super distant past it's just in a recent past uh you know adama a younger adama is a part of the show is a key figure in the show um blood and chrome was that the name of that one blood and chrome was the other one yeah, let's put it this way they're not bad, but but none of them come anywhere near Battlestar Galactica. You know what I mean? None of them came near to me. So uh, ultimately, I don't really think about them very much, to be honest. Battlestar Galactica is my all-time number one favorite show. Period. End of sentence. Nothing else comes close. But um, yeah, the other stuff, I honestly, I just don't even think about it much. All right. Uh, Yang Rodriguez writes, Hey, Aaron, John, Ray, Chris, and Rob. Obviously, it's just me right now. Uh, just wanted to say thanks for everything you guys do, and I'm so happy about becoming a channel member. Best show on YouTube. Oh, thank you so much for becoming a channel member, man. Like, if you guys don't know, we did open up channel memberships, and it's been great so far. We've been doing some uh, Ask Me Anythings with them. Uh, they get, uh, our channel members get advanced. Um, what's the best word for it? They get the pre-recorded videos released to them early before most people, uh, like most of our mailbags, although none this week because everything's just too hectic at CinemaCon. We just got to post what we can post. But uh, mailbags get released to our members early. We, we release like even our studio tour. As we were getting things set up, we gave that to our members days early. Uh, obviously, with, with most YouTube memberships, there's the uh, special call in the name, there's special emojis and all that kind of stuff. And it's been going really great. And I think people have been enjoying using them. And uh, thank you so much for becoming a channel member, man. It really means a lot to us. So thank you for that extra level support, dude. All right, next up. Ryan Ramirez writes, love the show, guys. Uh, Y'all feel like a family. Thanks. And, you know, well, first of all, Ray and I literally are family. For, for the couple of you that may not know, uh, Ray is Anne's brother. Uh, he's my brother-in-law. But Ray has also been working with me the absolute longest. Like, Ray, I when I was launching AMC Movie Talk um, over at AMC, like, way, way back in the day, I knew I needed help. And I turned to my brother-in-law. I said, can you come help me? 
I'm going to need help with a lot of graphics and, and pre and post production work, not to mention just an extra set of hands and, and you're great at this stuff. Can you please come help me? And he's been working with me ever since. He worked with me at AMC. He worked with me at Collider. Uh, then he works with me at the John Campus show. So we are family. Aaron and I have known each other over 10 years. Uh, we are practically family at this point. Rob and I have been working together for seven years now. And uh, Chris is the newest baby to the family. But I adore Chris. Uh, I remember when I was doing auditions for a new co-host. And... I, I interviewed like 20 or 30 people. Like I got like 500 resumes. I interviewed like 20 or 30 people. And when Chris Carr came in, I knew she was the one. And obviously because of the pandemic, she wasn't working with us for a while, but thankfully she's back. And uh, yeah, she's the newest member of our tribe. All right, next up. Uh, Derek Thomas Pierce Phillip writes, uh, Hey John, my company, The Brick Space, has a custom Lego gift for you and your team. Where can I send it to? Uh, check out your email for details. Well, thank you so much for that, Derek. I will let you know I do not give out any mailing addresses to anybody. Uh, we don't have a P.O. box. We don't accept anything from people. Um, that's just a... Um, Number one, it's a little bit of an integrity thing, but number two, it's also a bit of a safety thing. So we don't accept gifts um, like that from people. But now that we're moving into a studio, Ray has been suggesting to me that we set up a P.O. box. And I am considering that. I am considering. I'll talk to him and our and fact checker Jonathan, who's now kind of our operations manager. Uh, I'll talk, I'll get the three of us to talk about that and maybe we'll open that up. So keep your eyes open on your email and uh, maybe you'll hear from me on that. Thank you. But Derek, that's very thoughtful of you, man. Thank you so much for that. All right, next up. Uh, Big D Studios writes, not sure how true it is, but just saw IGN officially confirmed and a, and greenlit a sequel for the Batman, uh, Battenson uh, officially returning. Yeah, we spoke about that in our Warner Brothers presentation recap. Uh, this the very first thing that Warner Brothers did in their presentation was announce that it's official. They're doing Batman 2, although we all knew that was going to happen. And that uh, Robert Pattinson and um, uh, Matt Reeves are going to be working together again on the new one, kind of killing those stupid, idiotic rumors that are going around. Oh, Robert Pattinson can't stand Matt Reeves. That, we told you guys that was bullshit right from the beginning. Anyway, so yes, very excited about it. But at the same time, everybody kind of knew that was coming. All right, thanks, Big D. Next up, uh, Gone with the Cheddar writes name suggestions for the show uh arby's we have the meats uh with a logo of 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 ray uh winking just kidding what about first shoot off first shot off no nah. uh, or call time call time's not bad uh have fun in vegas thank you gone with the call time's not bad either you know what i'm not gonna lie to you guys i'm gonna be straight up for weeks now we've been getting a lot of people sending in a lot of names 90% of them quite bad. Just like 100% of the ones I've come up with have been quite bad. But tonight, this morning, uh, we're getting some pretty good, good ones. And call time's not a bad one, Gone with the Chat. I'm going to keep that one in mind. Thank you, dude. All right. Next up, John Redcorn writes, uh, after this second weekend drop for Fantastic Beasts, if uh, I discovery DC... If I, Discovery DC, won't be a thing to be retooling, do you still think we'll get a fourth film? I am not confident there's going to be a fourth film, um, even under the new leadership. 
even though, and, and I will stand by this, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is quite a good movie. It's quite good. And it's certainly the best of the Fantastic Beasts films. I know that's not a tremendously high bar, but still, it, it, it's worth mentioning that it's the best of the Fantastic Beasts films. And I will say this, it deserves a fourth installment. I don't think they're going to get it, though. Now, I'm not, I'm not getting that from any insider information. I'm not willing to put money on that. But my guess right now, if I had a guess at the moment, I'm going to guess that there will not be uh, another installment. At least just that's just my guess for right now, John Redcoin. All right. Thanks for writing that in, man. Bat Talk writes in. The Batman 2 officially announced. Yep. Most anticipated movie now uh, that it's officially announced. Love the first. It looks great. I, I got to say, though, my most anticipated movie after the Sony presentation is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And they showed us the first 15 minutes of the movie. <gasps> Fuck, it's so good, guys. It's so good. And Bullet Train, holy crap. I mean, we all knew Bullet Train looks like it's going to be awesome. But then they showed us the first 15 minutes of the movie at the Sony presentation, like the full first 15 minutes. And it's bonkers awesome. Uh, but yes, dude, you know I love the Batman so much. And uh, yeah, very much looking forward to this new one as well, Bat Talk. All right, let's see. What is next? We've got um, Calvin Servo Panel, who writes, Hey, John, I want to thank you for all you guys do. Thank you so much for that, Calvin. We appreciate that, man. Um, I lost my father last Friday. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry to hear that. And watching you guys is the only thing that has made me smile the last few days. Love all that you do. Well, listen, Calvin, we talk a lot about the fact that movies and the movie fan community are such a great way for us to get a mental oasis, to get a little bit of a reprieve. And when we come out of movies, our real world problems and troubles and pains are all still there. But the great things about movies or the movie fan community, just entering into big discussions about movies is the fact that it just gives our mind and our hearts and our spirits a little bit of a moment of peace. And when we come out of the movies or the discussions about movies, our problems and pains are still there, but we're a little bit more refreshed. We're in a little bit of a better place to, to deal with it and live with it uh, and to tackle it. And that's one of the reasons why I love movies so much and I love the movie community so much. Um, I'm actually kind of glad Ray's not here with me right now because, you know, Ray and Anne, uh, my, my wife, they lost their dad, my father-in-law, just a couple of years ago. And that was definitely a, a significant, painful period for us. My my father-in-law was a really great guy. And uh, Ray was particularly close with his father-in-law. And, 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 you know, maybe I even shouldn't be saying this, but, you know, it's it's still very, very tender for Ray when, when her dad comes, when Ray's dad comes up, when Ann's dad comes up. So um, we can relate. But I'm super thrilled that the world of movies and the movie fan community can be there for you, uh, as it has been there for me many times and has been there for a lot of other people in our community many times. So thank you for sharing that, Calvin. We're glad we're able to be here for you for that. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Parth uh, Trivedi uh, just sends in a super chat to be supportive, as does Kendall Barker, uh, as uh, Kendall Barker again and again. Thank you, Kendall Barker. Our friend Connie Sang, who's actually coming out to hang out with us in Vegas tomorrow. We're looking forward to seeing Connie out here. And uh, Black Bono Lala, who's been a viewer of the John Campbell Show for a very long time, sends in a super chat badge to be supportive. And as does Kenny, he sends one in as well. So thank you so much, guys. And guys, that'll do it for this special 
I'm sorry that we didn't get around to doing this while we did. I mean, we should have done this while we were doing the Warner Brothers presentation recap video. But again, because that presentation went over time and then it was bumping right up against that screening of the black uh, phone, we weren't able to cover them. So I'm glad we were able to do it now. Guys, big thank you and special thanks to all of you guys who sent those those super chats. Number one, because you gave us great fun things to talk about. But number two, you supported our channel as you did it. And all of us involved with the John Campus Show, thank you guys so much for your support and helping me to pay off that $5,000 I had to spend to bring all these sorry sons of bitches out to Vegas for CinemaCon. So uh, thank you guys so much for that. Guys, big, big day tomorrow. Uh, let me just run down here quick what's going on tomorrow. Okay, 9.45 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. We have the Disney presentation. So excited about that. I've been told it's going to be spectacular. We'll see. So look for us to do our Disney presentation special report video. Tomorrow at around 12 noon, we'll go live, provided they are on time, which I think they will be. So around 12 noon, we'll do our Disney presentation recap video. Uh, and then after that, we've got... At 4.15 p.m., we've got Universal Pictures and Focus Features invite you to a special presentation uh, showing us footage from their upcoming slate. So that goes from 4.15 to 6.30. So look for us to be doing our recap video of that around 7 p.m. So we've got two big ones to do tomorrow. Uh, and then on Thursday, we've got the Paramount presentation. Uh, we've got the Lionsgate presentation, and we've got the screening of Top Gun. So a uh, big, big next couple of days coming along, guys. Anyway, guys, that will do it for me for now. Thanks so much for joining us here with our special coverage of all things going on at CinemaCon. We'll see you again tomorrow. My name's John Campia, and until next time, my friends, bye-bye.